Welcome everyone to another episode of Apples Growing the South. I know this is the first time that you guys didn't hear any background before we start. Um, but we jumping right in because I have my lovely ladies with me today. Um, on this episode, I have Miss Jillian Adi. Hello. And I have Miss Kirby Palmer again here. Hello, 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 hello. So she was excited from the last one that I just had to have her back uh, for this time again. And having all of us together, I feel like we'll bring some sort of clarity and give the people what they really want. Um, and that's the ladies together giving advice, experiences, and, you know, expectations. Would you say expectations? Mm, I am mm. not really a fan of the word expectations. expectations. Maybe lifestyle. Lifestyle. Enhancements. There we go. It's wordplay, but nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Standards, per se. But expectations sometimes fall short. That's true. So. Yes. So we were having quite a few background conversations prior to getting on here. I'm like, you guys are giving all the information before we get on here. Like, let's let's, let's dial it back, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. So this one is going to be about our friend journey and how we kind of just flow. Because it's very rare that I get together with a group of ladies that I just kind of just flow right into. Where everybody just mesh together energy is very symmetrical what are you guys thoughts on that gosh i don't i never thought that deep into it to be honest <laughs> it just it, it it works it was just organic you know yeah or as i like to call it non-gmo right it mm-hmm. just it just flows we just clicked. we yeah we just clicked yeah we hung out you know of course i met you ladies through you guys husbands and so when you guys came down here we just worked we enjoyed good food conversation Mm -hmm. is good we're about growth yes which is very important and um yeah we're on a journey to being the best version of ourselves day by day i think that's a great Mm. way to put it and with you saying it like that i want to just point out the fact that i am very very proud of my friend to the right of me mrs palmer because I feel like you've gotten the most growth since you've been here. Yes, I've come out of my shell completely. Mm -hmm. There's still steps. We're still taking baby steps, Mm -hmm. but we're getting there. I've definitely grown from leaving New York to here. Under, I'm coming, I want to say, not under the shadow, but leaving home. Mm -hmm. I've flown like the birds in the Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of, yeah. of departing. And I would say you're you're embracing your, uh, as you put it before, the slowdown. The southern way of living. The southern way of living. I like that. The southern way of living. Are like we, a southern bell. Are we really doing the southern way of living? Or are we just taking what we know and just... No, you're just making it work. Making it work. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's what it, more what it is. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about some of our adventures mm-hmm. and what we've learned from some of those adventures here. Because I tell you, boy, I feel like if I didn't have you guys, I think um, I probably would have been like one of those people that you were mentioning before. But like, oh, they don't have this here. They don't have that here. I want to go back home. I know for sure I would have been back in New York. Yeah. 
probably miserable and happy, but I would have been back in New York if I didn't have my lady friends to hang out with because it does make things easier. It does. And um, even though we're apart from each other in terms of distance where we are, but we still make it work and we get through it. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I think having, especially someone who has done it before it Mm kind of eases into it so like how i was for you guys my friend she was that way for me when i was in maryland but she she was a new yorker too she's from Mm -hmm. brooklyn but she was living in maryland longer than me because i transferred to the school and she same concept she probably went through the same way and so she told me look just enjoy it it'll get better you'll move through it don't compare you know all of those things because when you first move somewhere, mm-hmm. it is a complete culture shock leaving New York City. That's the only way to describe it. it. And at least with me, I took little steps, right? So I went from New York to mm-hmm. Maryland, D.C. You guys went from New York to the South, for real, to for, Atlanta. For real, for real. Yeah. For the South. And so, you know, I had transitions along the way to get me to here. And so by the time I got here, I was like, okay, another city. I could do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But it takes... It takes time. It definitely takes an open mind. But I do feel like when you leave home, like you said, you it creates a level of resilience within yourself that you have you, mm-hmm. right? I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Like you, every, it's like the, there's no carpet under you anymore. Yeah. You are responsible for every decision that happens there going forward and even in new york you are yeah. but it's different because it's home you have security you, you know have security what it is. you for know sure. you know what your boundaries are uh-huh. when you're there because mm-hmm. you, you've been there all your life but for sure getting out and doing something just new just uh-huh. just stepping out on faith mm-hmm. i think that it takes that's a bold decision and it takes a strong person you know i'm the when i mentioned before that somebody told me to stay out of new york for a while I'm not going to put no elbows of who the person that told me that is. But she don't even remember that she told me that. I guess that is me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me because I was going back and forth to New York I, all I the time. I can see you definitely saying that, though. That probably, I guess I'm going to go ahead and assume that was me. For that sure, because the elbow you. was in my direction. Because you did. You was like, I remember. I don't remember where we were, but I, I remember having a conversation with you. And you did give it to me. Like, I know she didn't just tell me that I need to chill out and accept what's going on. 100%. Because I was complaining. I'm like, don't got this, don't got that. And where do I go for the food? And so I remember having a conversation with you. And mm-hmm. he was like, quite honestly, Reese, I don't think you're ever going to like it until you stay out in New York for like a for year. Sure. And I'm like, I got to stay out for a year to understand. You're like, yeah, just chill out for a for year. Sure. Give it a chance. And see how you like it then. I can you have definitely to. understand that advice because yeah. for me, on the flip side, I was constantly going back and forth to New York. So I always had that reminder mm-hmm. of what I was missing and mm-hmm. what I was lacking where I am. So I can never appreciate what I have where I am or find the value in what I have where mm-hmm. I am now as opposed to, well, I don't have this, there's not that, and this is missing. So it took me, I could say, a little bit longer than you because mm-hmm. you actually did not go back to New York for a very long time. Yeah, I stayed away for a year. Where I was going back and forth, which made it, I think, the transition harder for me, mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. going back and forth. And if you think about it, well, one, the only reason why I know that was because that was definitely me and Marilyn, right? Mm-hmm. Every weekend, I was on that Chinese bus 
going back to New York, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, no, I got to go home. I got to see my friends. Da, da. And once again, you miss out on the opportunity there. Right. A lesson for that also is to realize that sometimes everything that we have is already within us mm-hmm. and it's in front of us. We go searching or going back and forth, going back and forth, but it's already here. You can't enjoy your present moment until we let go of trying to find the moment. Yes. You just... Or trying to reach for things that you don't really need. For sure. Like for one sure. of the background conversation we were having earlier is about the cleaning lady, right? That's on TikTok. And you were saying that she got too many things. And, you know, a while back I was struggling. I wanted to do um, a segment on this podcast called Random Thoughts. Where mm-hmm. I would just drop random thoughts of things that go through my mind. And one of those random thoughts at one point I was presenting to my husband was simplicity. Because I was scrolling through while I was in the bathroom, of course, and um, it popped up just because I was searching for, I forgot what it was. I think it was a calendar or something because I saw a calendar. I was like, oh, it's so cute. I want that. I'm going to download it. But then I'm like, I already got a calendar on my phone. Why am I paying more money for Mm -hmm. another app Mm -hmm. when everything is already there? Why am I adding on more things? So, exactly in a time where we have access to so much we really should implement the concept of less is more Mm -hmm. that's the the easiest way like for me it's a the reason why i had to adapt this minimalist lifestyle Mm -hmm. is because i moved so many times and if it did not fit in that pathfinder it was not coming with me Mm -hmm. so i've learned to downsize along the way because i was always you know like when I was backpacking for months, I can't have, uh, you know, 10 pair of jeans mm-hmm. and 50 shirts. If it don't fit in a duffel bag, it can't go. And so you learn to uh, bring that lifestyle to your everyday life where it's like, do we really need 50 plates mm-hmm. for four people? No, no, we don't. You know, do we really need, I don't know, 100 soaps and all that? Like the concept of us wanting to always have what we need accessible Sometimes I almost feel like it strips you away of your creativity. Yeah. And the reason I why I say that. that is think back to when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Your best ideas came from not having what you thought you needed. You got creative with it, it's right? It's so funny that you say that. So I know you were talking about culture shock, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and full disclosure, this is not my first big move. Mm-hmm. I, I moved across the, the ocean. Okay. Mm-hmm. To, to New York, right? We, we moved permanently to New York when I was 11. Um, and we got on a plane with, with no one else. You know, just myself and my brother. Mm-hmm. We were unaccompanied minors. <laughs> so I have this conversation with my husband all the time because he, he gets on my nerves. When we have arguments, he'll say little things that piss me off. Like, oh, well, what would you know? You come from a third world country anyway. Don't, yeah, I see you shaking your head. Mm. And my response is, I said, and anybody out there, don't take it the wrong way. I said, you know what the problem is with you Americans? You have everything so easily accessible that you guys lack creativity. Uh. And I say that because when we were younger, yes, we may not, you, you think from the outside looking in because you're from America and you get everything in the big box store. You think that we are lacking, but we were not lacking because now we can't go to the store like you can easily accessible and go pick up 
a new toy truck. However, we know how to make a toy truck from scratch. Because you see those same box juices that you guys buy your juice in, those Tropicana juice boxes? You know what we do with those? Put it, make a truck out of We it. make a truck mm -hmm. out of but it. But that's like look at the babies. When they're when you're a baby, you don't Children know Children for sure. They'd yeah. rather play with the box than the toy that the that came out of the box. Imagination. Mm -hmm. Imagination is a, a, a very big thing and I think one of the biggest opportunities that we have in our society now is that convenience is taking over where we're yes. not using our imagination when we're not being creative when you look around you see a lot of things that are similar to the next thing mm -hmm. there is no individuality oh. it is lacking creativity and it's because my personal opinion the convenience plays a huge part mm -hmm. because when you have access to everything at your mm -hmm. fingertip at an app with two-day shipping sometimes same-day shipping right you don't even have the time to stop and process like wait maybe if i just put it in this little rinky dink yeah. container that i got from the supermarket yeah. put it in there okay now that replaces that it's like we we have to get back to a point where we are using our minds again absolutely it's needed it's it's needed because that's where these ideas come from Everything that we use today, somebody created it. Some, and they didn't mm -hmm. create it by going mm -hmm. on Amazon Prime exactly. or YouTube. Pro they problem solved. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. And Correct. I feel that's something that our children or the next generation behind us is going to lack mm -hmm. because of the way they're being taught. Mm -hmm. They're being taught the answer has to be A, not can it be a or B it's either a or it's wrong mm -hmm. and their process of problem-solving well if I can't do it this way is being taken away from them right where when we were presented with a problem we had to think of several solutions mm -hmm. like with our science fair projects mm -hmm. we used yeah. to have to do we yeah. have to come up with the um, what our thoughts were three different ways we tried mm -hmm. to see if things would work mm -hmm. all that's being taken away yeah all of that problem solving and critical thinking skills yes, are being taken away and i mean that's not by accident first and foremost that is mm -hmm. by design right and there is a notion where they want to get to a society that is being controlled through artificial intelligence mm -hmm. right and so well if you have chat gpt and AI and all of this mm -hmm. stuff, then why do people need to think? Not realizing that human beings are the creators oh, are the creator. <laughs> of, the, yes, yeah. for sure. And so when you strip it of our children, right, they miss out on so many opportunities that by the time they do become adults, they will not have those skills to function in a yeah. true society. Because they've already society. done, uh, assimilated to Correct. what the matrix wanted you to be correct because you know that <clears throat> that movie divergent that's basically based on what reality is right now mm -hmm. that they have a society where everybody follows set certain rules and the people who think outside the box and think unlike what or questions what society should be in the, the free will then they're divergent because they have too much Oh, I gotta well. check that out. I've never seen that before. you never seen the no, Divergent series? I don't series? watch a lot of movies. Oh, so. you guys gotta watch the Divergent series. Yeah, I'll check series. it out. And, well, it was originally books yeah. um, that they made into movies, but that's just, you know, based on this utilitarian type of society where everybody sure. is like, 
controlled you know this is this is how we think and if, if you do this then you will be ostracized which is what our children's going through right now right. if it's on social media and this is how everybody else do it this is how everybody looked and this is how i need to look mm-hmm. one of the things that i've been going through recently and i have told kirby i was like um and you know i was like i am so over the realtor uniform and she asked me what's the realtor uniform i was like i just I said, I'm at a stage in my life. I said, it's not that I don't want to dress up and be pretty. Of course I do. I, I absolutely do. But I have my, my moments. Some days I just want to put my boots on like you see me do sometimes. Put my Doc Martens on. And if I feel like that that's just how I want to be outside today, that's how I want to be outside today. Why I got to be in heels all the time? Why my nails got to be done all the time? Why I got to be like, oh, look at my bag. And it don't mean that I'm less of a person or less capable than the other person who's dressed like that, who's probably not getting anything done. It just means that this is where I'm comfortable at right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. This is my space mentally right now. It's a it's a form of individuality yeah. that is lacking. Where there's uniforms in so many different uh, areas that it strips you from being you. So it's happening to the children, but it's happening to the adults too. Yes. It's happening to our women. It's happening to our men. And so it comes a point where I don't, I'm not, collectively, we all need each other, Mm -hmm. right? That's just basic foundation. We all need each other. We all share this planet together. We are all connected, right? Mm -hmm. But what comes with community comes individuality too. Yes. And so it's your different views and your different views and my different views that we can align with what we that resonates with us together mm-hmm. and then we can own our individuality with that too and i think what's happening is is that well if you don't dress like this or if you don't look like this mm-hmm. then you are not a woman right mm-hmm. or you are you're not yeah. a yeah. certain type of woman right mm-hmm. and the same concept with with men right and it's the same concept with our children and it's not realizing that these are quote-unquote trends that are being pushed into our society yep. it's not a worldly thing mm-hmm. this is what i tell people a lot of times we think well the world is this this no, is not, not the world this is things that are happening in western civilization yes. predominantly america because mm-hmm. when you go to other countries you do not see that right mm-hmm. and it makes you wonder who is benefiting from this that's always my question. Yeah. Follow the money yeah, and who is that. benefiting who's from benefiting? this? Who's making the money from these decisions? You know, and it's, it's, it's not us. Okay. No. It's, it's not us. So that's why I'm like at the point where I'm like, yeah, do I really need this? No. Am I going to spend thousands of dollars on this? No. Is it benefiting me? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where would I rather push that money right now? The beauty of it is being able to stop and think. See, we, we are so caught up with the convenience that it's like we don't even have time to stop and think because most mm-hmm. people are working, you're hustling, whether you're doing your own stuff with your own business or there. Then when you're not working, you are on the Internet scrolling, looking at other people working and other people mm-hmm. doing yeah. things. So it's still the same. Rat but race. are they really working and doing things? Because it's a repetitive cycle. Well, it's an illusion. I'm watching them. The next person is you watching you watching the next person. <laughs> that person's watching that. 100%. So is anybody really being productive? But but this is that that's exactly my point. When you hop off the wheel and you take a step back and you take time to think, then you realize 
something's not adding up mm-hmm. when you have time and this is why as you said uh palmer said it's a big distraction mm-hmm. because the more you stay on the wheel the more you don't even realize that you are on mm-hmm. it yeah. right because if you go from work to phone sometimes work and phone to tv mm-hmm. to this and that when do you have time to stop like i i i was listening to this um youtube early morning i forgot the name i think the guy's name is like earl nightingale or something like that man from like the 50s older guy he's dead Mm -hmm. now of course but he used to come out with like different uh like just forms of like being successful and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and one of the things that he said and this was once again probably like the 50s and the 40s his recordings are and he was saying that one of the most important things that you can do when you get home from work is take a second out 20 minutes and just think that's where you get your ideas yeah. from not consuming mm-hmm. but stopping and thinking right reflect on your day see what could have changed like mm-hmm. how often do we even reflect on our day i was listening to a radio personality and she was talking about how she changed certain things in her habits mm-hmm. and one thing that she changed was not looking at her phone when she first wakes up that's the mm-hmm. huge one to always check work emails those emails are going to be there regardless yeah. if you check it I'm when guilty you first wake yeah. up or whether you check it an hour from now mm-hmm. there's nothing you can change in mm-hmm. that time 100%. period before in that time period so i mean i'm not one that has ten thousand work emails or something yeah. like that but yeah my phone is pushed to the side that's not going to be the first thing i scroll to opening up my instagram or opening up no, take that time, sit, meditate, get your thoughts together for yeah, the day, correct. plan your day out so that way you can be more productive. Right. Because when you pick up your phone, you're looking at some, uh, somebody Look. else planned for the it, day. Oh, and God. I, it, and I get so clear. distracted. I am we sorry. I am the biggest guilty of it. Person with the, this, this. So um, I, I like to read. Like I said to, to you a couple weeks ago, that at night I will read, but there's a difference in what I read. Um, if I read a productive book before bed, my mind won't shut off, right? So I'll, I'll read smut before I go mm-hmm. to bed because then, okay, maybe my mind won't wander and be all over the place. But one thing, I like to laugh. Laughter is my best medicine. So if I'm uptight or something and I'm like, okay, I just need the time to think, yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people, you go through my timeline, it's especially on my personal page because I do have two pages. It's nothing but stuff that's gonna make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Stuff that's gonna and, and I might send you know what my friend might need a laugh today. Let me let me send it over to to my friend right now so we could laugh together. But that rabbit hole boy, look, they I, know how to get you. It's that algorithm. And the thing is, is that a lot of times you know you'll hear people say social media is bad and this this and that. And it's not a matter about being good and bad. Mm. Too much of anything is it's not bad good for you. you. Yeah. And it, that's literally what it boils down to. A laughter here and there, that's fine. Mm-hmm. A laughter eight hours out of the day, we mm-hmm. laughing? Yeah. Okay. Now we got a problem. Yeah, but the way they have it set up, and this is one reason why I kind of stick, I'll stick to Instagram and stay off TikTok. Because I I'm know sorry. if I go on TikTok, I'm going to sit there and just do, do, do. And then I look. I'm supposed to be getting dinner ready or I'm supposed to be doing something else. Mm-hmm. Two, three hours later go by, here come a baby, huh? What time is dinner gonna be ready? And I done sat there of and course. just scrolled and scrolled mm-hmm. and scrolled and scrolled. So it happens to the best of us. I was watching a documentary on social media, right? And the guy was saying, he said, 
anything that they give you for free, you are the product. Mm. And when you think about that, that is true. A lot of things that we have been given for free, mm-hmm. right? It is to capture mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. your time. Mm-hmm. You think that they would be able to pay influencers and stuff the way that they do if we were not purchasing and the like, stuff that yeah. they are so using. They don't even need their routine PRs anymore nope. because they and look. They don't I, need commercials either. They, they don't. <laughs> but the beauty about it is this is the evolution of the times. Mm-hmm. But it's being able to see it. So you know. Mm-hmm. Don't you know you don't get you mad at the game. Sold. Yeah, you see the rules, so you know, okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna be sold on that property, but I'm not gonna be sold on that lipstick. You get to choose when you see But you know what's so funny? You say that. I do that to people all the time. Mm -hmm. They come and they're like, oh, yeah, you know what? You can't sell me. I need a deal in this. You ain't going over time and told them that you can't be sold. You happily opened your damn pocket and and let that $1,000, that that $1,500 go right out the door. 100%. That's marketing. But this is going to benefit you in the long run. This is going to grow your family wealth in the long run. Mm-hmm. And you over here giving my attitude, oh, I can't be sold. Okay. But it's mindset because we pick and we choose Yeah. what's important to us. And everybody's priorities are different. And if you look to, where is it, China or Japan, they don't even have. Yeah, China. They don't let them use TikTok. TikTok. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do we have it here, but they, this. That's something. a rabbit hole. If you mm-hmm. let me know if y'all will. They have something else. They don't have TikTok, but they have even the, 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 the educational part- system for the, the children there. Yeah. Look at their productivity. Productivity. They there. maybe can use it two hours a day. So you want to hear something so funny? I always so. I always say thank God I was blessed to to live in two different cultures so I could give the pros and cons, right? Um, America always feels like it's bigger and better than every other country but when you sit back and you think about it and you say it's the odd one out even if you think about down to the metric system right there we think we feel like we're more advanced but we're the only country using customary measuring system and all the stuff while other all the other countries have adapted so i sit back and i think about it and I, and this goes back to what you say with china with their educational system we were on the british system in jamaica our educational system is completely different. The way that we were taught to problem solve mm-hmm. is completely different. Where, uh, and, and, again, I'm here, I live here, so I understand. Where, as Americans, we will complain about lack of time, other countries, they don't complain about lack of time. They're more productive in one hour than we are in two. There is a, I, and I, Here's a better example. When we, when I was in high school, we got three hours for the Regents exam, 50 questions. Three hours, 50 questions. When I was in Jamaica, we did three different exams in one day, one hour each. You see the difference? And each of those good questions, each of those tests is 100 questions. Mm-hmm. They, it, it's, a, it's a learned concept. These, these things take time to groom a generation mm-hmm. but the same habits that you have as a child are the same and habits that you end up having okay. so with anything if you had three hours to clean your house mm-hmm. versus one hour to clean your house you are more productive in that one hour than you are in your three yeah and i even taking it out of there because i tell my friends who same thing when it comes to traveling right because i'm a day in day out sometimes two days i can mm-hmm. do some three days 
but you know you'll have people who want to spend seven days somewhere and I get it but I always say you accomplish and see so much more in less time mm-hmm. because there is not that concept well I can do it tomorrow I have more exactly. time tomorrow exactly we live in a culture where everything is, is put deferred. off yes yep. it is deferred for sure and so some, something where you have an hour to do right mm-hmm. you're going to be way more productive at doing what you're doing in that hour than you are in that three you know yeah. what? you just reminded me of something I used to do when I moved down here I would set my timer for 30 minutes mm-hmm. when my kids left the timer went on for 30 minutes mm-hmm. whether it was 30 minutes in the yeah. kitchen 30 minutes in my bedroom mm-hmm. 30 minutes doing what I and got you do so it. much done in that you 30 do. minutes yeah. it may be the kitchen and the floors vacuum you but do. guess what I got something yeah. accomplished in that 30 minutes more oh, than fuck. I had to start doing that again I've, I've been that's doing that again true. I've been that's doing true. it time blocking mm-hmm. and I'm like okay I would like Siri set timer for X amount of time that's when that alarm goes off I know okay it's done I got, it's time for me to move time on to, move that's on a real to something thing. else we don't realize how much time we waste on things as I like to say majoring on minor things mm-hmm. like you spent and I am guilty of it right because especially when some things it's like okay let's say I'm off for the day and I got the whole day ahead of me you end up doing a whole lot of nothing mm, yeah I like to call it busy work or fluff yeah because you think you're doing something Which but you're doing, doing nothing, nothing at all <laughs> like nothing productive something that you're doing that is taking you eight hours to do you could have did it in 30 yep. minutes but it's that concept but once again it's a shift in the mindset yeah being able to see it and acknowledge yeah. it and have a level of awareness it's the first step I'm guilty of it we I all are we are and when we spoke and mm-hmm. did our thing I said what I used to I put things off I guess I shouldn't say put things off but um I stopped rushing to get things yes. done in a day mm-hmm. since I've been down here mm-hmm. and one of the feedback I got from that was um, from my husband. It's like, why would you put something off today that you could get done for tomorrow? That is my mm-hmm. uncle's And I said, really, he's like, you've really picked up the slow lifestyle mm-hmm. mentality. Why put off for today? Why put off for tomorrow what you can what do you can get done today? today? I, have, I have an uncle that is his, that's what he stands on. And every time I think about procrastinating, I always remember what he said. Why would you do it tomorrow if it can be done today? Mm-hmm. Now, some things, if you try to get it done and then it gets pushed to tomorrow, that's different. But for to intentionally say, okay, well, I'll just do, I it, tomorrow, just do it tomorrow. But yeah. why? See, that goes back to what, 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 even in regards to us thinking that we have a tomorrow. Yeah. Because everybody does not. So you say, There's somebody who thought the same thing yeah. that is not here today, right? There's somebody who said, okay, well, I'm going to do it next week. They're not here right now. Mm-hmm. And I think. When it goes back to the luxuries that we have, thinking that we have time. Nothing but time. Time oh, is I got precious. But time time yes. is, it, it is. It is precious. Oh my God. And we, we spend so much time wasting it. So, and that goes back to another thing too, right? So, people always say, why do I need to pay somebody to do something that I could do myself? Because time is the most valuable mm-hmm. asset that you have. There's a movie that came out a couple years ago called In Time. Is that where they sold some of their... Yeah, their life, their lifetime. Oh. Where that was the, the measure, that was the, that was the barter system. Time was now the barter system instead of money, right? So, yeah, check out that movie. It's called it In Time. 
So they were, you know, when you start realizing that time is your most valuable asset, then you start using it better. So that's when people are like, oh, well, why would I need a realtor? Because you need to focus on working. My job is to do the background work while you still focus on making the money that you need to spend mm-hmm. on this house, right? Because now you're frustrated because you don't know what direction you need to go. That's why I'm here. Same thing goes for uh, cleaning. When we were out that day looking in the house and you're like, well, who's going to clean all of this? I said, well, this is when you hire somebody that comes in once a week, whether it be $30, $50, and whatever you want to pay them once a week or once, you know, or twice a month, whatever you want to do, where they come in, they do the deep cleaning for you so you can use your time mm-hmm. wisely and mm-hmm. put it towards something else. Correct. Or as we say, do dollar producing activities with your time. Mm-hmm. Unless Might not it's something you enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> or something yeah, you some, If you enjoy, because some people look, I, I've mm-hmm. learned to enjoy cleaning. Not all mm-hmm. aspects, but most. I like my, my floor stuff like that. So I'll do it because it's an enjoyment for me. Right. I will pay somebody to clean my bathroom and, and kitchen because I just don't like cleaning bathrooms. But I do right. it. But, you know, like, I feel like the, to outsource things that you do not necessarily enjoy Joy, or yes. so time-consuming. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what it is for me for the bathroom because you got to get every little nitty-gritty. Yep. Like, you have to. It's like, I'll pay somebody to do that. You know what I mean? Like, but it's... It's those aspects that make such a difference. Like most people don't even realize, like how often do you even spend time doing things that you love? I was talking to somebody at my job about that. And I said, you know, one of the biggest issues that we have is that people aren't doing things that they love anymore. They're doing things because they have to. Yeah. Those are two different experiences. Mm Mm-hmm. Having to do something and getting to do something, something are two totally different you'll things. You'll be miserable nope. doing something of that course. you don't love, that you don't enjoy, that you just of feel course. like it's unproductive. Of course. No child has ever said, oh my gosh, I have to go out and play, right? Mm-hmm. No. They say, oh my gosh, I get to go play. I can mm-hmm. go outside. and Those are two different experiences. And I think people are being stripped of the get to do. It's nothing wrong with doing hard things. I believe in doing hard things mm-hmm. and doing it fast and early. That yeah. way I can knock it out so I can go play, right? But too many times we're so consumed with, well, I can't do this because I have to do this. I have to, all these have tos, but what are really those have tos? Mm-hmm. Busy work. Busy work. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I got to go do this. And then if you ever hear the way they say it, I have to go. And I'm don't. guilty of it too. You ain't got to go Look, do nothing. But you ain't, the only thing you got to do is stay black and, to, and die. Let me, you know what's so funny? I, I used to say that in regards to something. And I, it was Palmer that said it. He was like, why do you keep saying you have to do it? He was like, you're choosing to do it. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? You're 100% right. It is a choice. Yeah. We, every day we make choices. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of being an adult. You get to make choices, choices yep. right? You choose how you want your life to be. Mm-hmm. Nothing is, some people are given certain hands and even they are able to make the best out of it. Yeah. It's how you, your perspective on life and what you choose to do with whatever you get. That's Absolutely. Like, yes, ma'am. How? I like that. No, I was just thinking. What are you thinking about now? I'm just, it really had me thinking. When was the last time that I took time to do something that I really wanted to do. Sorry, that's where my mind went. No, but that's good though. Okay. What was it? Think about it. What was it? I'm just really sitting here thinking because even let's take when we went to the bookstore that day, Mm -hmm. even though we went to the bookstore, in my mind, I still knew I had a certain amount of time because I still had things that I needed to do or I had to do. do. 
But it's like, so, what did I just really take a whole day and just do what you wanted, wanted to do? Correct. And I what, because how, and the thing is, one of the, one thing that I'm practicing and I've known this for years, presence, mm-hmm. being present in the moment. This is why I don't have any notifications on on my phone. So if there's ever a delay in me texting, you know now. Now you know why, right? I don't know any oh, notifications. Oh, we know why. I know I got to yeah. call you twice before you answer that Correct. phone. Yeah, you know, and even still, it won't ring. I have to look in my phones and say, oh, okay, they called me. Oh, okay, I have a text message. And that is done intentionally, not to block out people, but to really remind you to be present. Mm-hmm. If I'm here having this conversation with you ladies in this present moment, my phone should not be a part of this conversation because mm-hmm. now I'm taken away from you guys. If you guys are out at a coffee shop, the present moment of the coffee shop should be your only mm-hmm. focus. Not, okay, I got to go pick up the kids from school. I got to do this. And I know it's difficult because we all have tabs open in our right. mind, right? Mm-hmm. But at what point can we enjoy what we have right in front of us? Because this moment that we have right mm-hmm. here is only happening once, Once. right now. And see, for me, being present in the moment um, is not making an Instagram post or taking time to do a picture. For me, that presence is me living in that moment. So when we do go on vacation, everybody's like, oh, why don't you post about a... I'm not taking I'm not t- five minutes out of my time trying to, to figure out what's the best position and what I have to wor- yeah. how should I word this so mm. it sounds Look, Instagram worthy. My husband and I, we used to argue about it all the time. We still argue because I need to find a balance because I do know I need to promote myself. But at the same time, I I hated Instagram. Why I got to post it for? I don't need to post. I don't need nobody knowing where I am. I don't. Need, that's just, I'm saying it how I said it in my mind. I don't need nobody checking for me, seeing where I'm at see what I'm doing. When I get ready to post, I'll post. For sure. Well, I got to put up everything. If I'm eating, just eat the damn food. Yeah. Social media is a huge opportunity for me because I truly live my life in the present. I love taking pictures. I love documenting my travels or mm. my day-to-day life, but it stays with me. I don't think about, okay, well, let me post it on Instagram. Let me do it. And that's just my thing, right? That's just how how I am like I that's that's just a me thing right. because I like to be present mm-hmm. capturing a picture is you capturing that moment in the presence it has now been turned into something yeah. more but picture has been around for, been before around we've been here we had photo right? albums yeah, exactly you yeah. had photo albums right but it's it's a matter of finding balance because I know we do live in an era mm-hmm. where this is the new marketing skills, right? So it's you either have to adapt, mm-hmm. right? Or you get left or behind. Get left behind. The same way how we don't see horses on Interstate 8575. We see cars now, right? Yeah. But before then, people were on horses in the little, whatever buggies. thing is, the buggies, right? So I do understand the concept of adapting to the times and learning, but it's certain things that... I don't w- want to give you all of myself. Yes. There's just certain things we have to keep sacred. Yes. And your presence is one of them. I feel like sometimes Instagram, Facebook, I'm giving you too much of myself and it makes people feel like they know you. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't know me. You know the post that I put up to make this look a certain way. There is, you don't. You, yep. There no. is a huge yeah. misconception That goes that. into perceptions mm-hmm. because you can you see these Instagram models or what are they? Um, influencers. Influencers. They may show you that corner of their house and turn around 
and there's a whole mess behind them yep. or they yeah. may be in a little shoe box and that little corner that they sit there and make so good that is their whole house yeah what did i tell you every time when we go look at a house and you're like oh it don't look nothing like it does in the pictures duh i have to lighten it I have to make sure the, the light is hitting the right angles. I have to make sure that this is looking this way. And when you get to you're like, this looks so tiny. Yeah, it's tiny. It's called an illusion. The illusion. And, and the thing is, though, but this is why when you know things are an illusion, you know to adapt, right? Mm -hmm. When you watch cartoons as a child, you knew that exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. Cartoons. I think the problem is, is that people will look at cartoons on Instagram and think that Ooh. it is real life. And so this is where we have the, the, the misconception because now we are adapting our lifestyles to what is based on the internet, but that's not mm -hmm. reality. You don't know. And a lot of people, including our children today, are suffering from that because it's the comparison game. It's the not feeling mm -hmm. good enough, the not feeling worthy. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do in this yep. time. And not realizing that you are exactly where, where you, you need, need to be, to be mm -hmm. in this moment. You strive to be better every day, but you are where you are mm -hmm. right now. It's that glass house, mm -hmm. people living in the glass house. You only see what you can see through the glass yep, window. for sure. Not what's going on outside, of it. outside that window. Because that person that made that post that you think, oh my God, I need to be doing this. This is where I should be. Mm -hmm. They may be miserable. Most 100%. of the time they are. Most of the time that they are. And this is why we get caught up. What are you chasing? You really shouldn't be chasing nothing. Well, the only thing I'm chasing right now is um, my ultimate good in life. And my ultimate good in life is to be happy. And you don't even have to chase that. And I don't have it to. It shows up it's every day. Exactly. That's, and just be gra grateful for where I am. Correct. Getting up, thanking God. Okay, let me spread my hands out to the sun. Let me feel this heat on my skin. Let me be grateful that I'm, I got up and my kids are still here. Let me mm -hmm. be grateful that I still have sight. That's it. You know, Just little simple things. things. The foundation. A lot of time we have gotten caught up. What And this is why I have to ask people, what are we chasing? Like, you don't have to chase anything. Most, the most times where you were productive and successful, you were not chasing. You were doing the work. Yeah. You weren't chasing, looking for nothing. You were doing mm -hmm. the work, and that is a result of you doing the work. Mm-hmm. You don't have just to change. Being present, yeah. being happy, and you know what's so funny? You you said that we're like we were a lot happier when we had less <laughs> than when we yeah. had more. Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah. I go back and think to what was I talking? About? We were talking about something and when I, we started living on our own and yes. building life. Yes, I go back to think of when things. I don't want to say were simpler, but seriously, having less, I was quite content but now it's all right i had this now i want to achieve this you keep the Add, more, adding to the, the goal pulse adding and adding and adding and now you're working harder and harder to get to the next step and to the next step and to the next step before you realize it yeah 10 years ago that simple life i was with doesn't look so bad now i was quite mm -hmm. content with what mm -hmm. i had but now i'm trying to keep up with this and that and now the idea of i don't know for some people maybe that white picket fence and the, mm -hmm. the big house and everything else now you're chasing to attain that and you get there and it's like you know maybe this person's not here to enjoy it that was there 10 years ago mm -hmm. or this has changed or you're working so hard you can't even enjoy 
you've reached your goal now you can't enjoy it because you got to work twice as hard to keep the goal for sure and this is why i don't i stop focusing on goals and just focusing on lifestyle enhancements because those are two different things most of the things that so most of the things that i would like to obtain in my life are lifestyle changes not goals Mm -hmm. buying a home was a lifestyle change because it's going to create a level or add addition to financial wellness which is what i'm interested in right Mm -hmm. so these are day-to-day enhancements or months or weeks or however long it takes enhancements that bring you further to the lifestyle that you want we get caught up in goals but the goals are temporary the the mindset that you have that's what's substantial that's your lifestyle mm-hmm. change you know people okay i want to lose 50 pounds i get it right there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that but your lifestyle is just eating healthy and the 50 pounds will drop because right. once that 50 pounds is gone okay cool you go back to eating regular now we back at the 50 yeah. pounds again and so it's really adjusting okay well what mindset do I have to have mm-hmm. to achieve the life that I want? And that's going to consistently change because the things that you may have thought that you wanted 10 years ago or even a year ago, you may not want those things anymore. Sure. And this is why it's a it's a lifestyle change. Like for me, one of the opportunities for me is that I would like to be more flexible. Mm-hmm. So now I go to yoga more, right? Mm-hmm. It's not okay when my goal is to, I don't know, do a black back blend or something like that. My goal is simple to every day just move. Mm-hmm. or that that's my lifestyle change right. right like okay well stretch in the morning something mm-hmm. simple that's your that's that's what you're doing the same way how no one ever had a goal to breathe right no you just do just, it have to think and about that's it. exactly how i look at life you mm-hmm. don't have a goal okay i gotta breathe now okay i gotta breathe now <laughs> no you don't think that way you no, just you be you just, you just be. do it you decide Right. So, mm-hmm. Well, even with breathing, we don't even have to decide. It just, just comes natural. It's to automated. Us. But know? that's the whole point. Yeah. The lifestyle. If you think about all the, if you reflect on the growth that you have had in your life, mm-hmm. you realize that that's just your lifestyle now. Yeah. I didn't have a goal to become a clean person, right, or keep a clean house. Yeah. I just started it's a way of cleaning life. the house, and it's exactly yeah. it's just a way of life now. You know, where I take out the trash outside, I wash the dish after I mm-hmm. use it. Like, these are just lifestyle changes. We focus so much on our goals, mm-hmm. quote unquote, but we don't focus enough on our mindset yeah. and our lifestyle. That's just like um, when everybody asks, oh, what's your New Year's resolution? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I hate that word, resolution. I don't set resolutions. Mm-hmm. Resolutions are meant to be broken at some point. Yep. I may set things I don't, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but I'll set changes that for I sure. want to yeah. implement. For sure. But it starts with maybe little things that will lead me up to that. It's mm-hmm. not a resolution and because resolution, you never, you never, ne- but I don't want to say never. Some people you're not may, consistent with it. but I know I'm not. So no, that's why I don't set up. I'll sit there and say, Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to spend a dollar for January. All right. Oh. day two can day, i get a number exactly. <laughs> exactly maybe it will be all right instead of five days a week, week i'm gonna be reasonable and say two days a that's week it. i'll get that starbucks instead of every day that's it i'm i'm blaming you because you done uh got me into this new thing but before i i blame you I want to say that I do agree with you with the resolution and and I think I'm going to take different points from both of you because I know that I'm very rigid and when I say I know I'm very rigid and very 
goal oriented and I am okay well this I, I tend to run my life like I run a business mm-hmm. I know that mm-hmm. so I'm more so of a drill sergeant where I'm like okay well you didn't do this and the goal was this and you need to make an adjustment what is working like that's my mindset mm-hmm. right um, but I think I like where you're coming from where you're like it needs to be a lifestyle change mm-hmm. how is this going to be implemented into your life that's going to make your life better Instead mm-hmm. of, oh, well, I have this goal, I didn't achieve. Sure. And I think that's why I was where I was feeling last year. Like, oh, I set this monumentous goal and I didn't get it done. So I feel defeated, like I didn't accomplish anything. Sure. Whereas throughout the year, as you guys pointed out, my husband pointed out, like, okay, you had wins. You just wasn't celebrating it because it wasn't the big goal. The big goal. Correct. And I guess for me, that, I'm, and that's why it's not saying that goals are a bad thing, but I think people, we have it backwards. Where pe- we set the goal first and then hope everything follows. But mm-hmm. if you shift the mindset first and you turn it into a lifestyle habit, like it changes completely. Mm-hmm. Like you don't set a goal, I want to have perfect hygiene, right? Right. Every morning you wake up, you wash your face, mm-hmm. you brush your teeth, you do the basics that you have most people i'm assuming do this Mm. right you do the basics that you have and then overall day by day you have a healthy hygiene right Right. every morning or every day you say okay well i'm gonna drink i'll just drink water i'm thirsty i'm gonna drink water i'll drink water at eight o'clock ten o'clock twelve o'clock whatever however you concept Mm -hmm. these are your day-to-day lifestyles that ultimately add on to your health you know and then you end up achieving goals that you didn't even know that you had a healthy lifestyle your goal could say okay well you know what I want to buy, you know, I want to buy land. I want to buy some acres mm-hmm. of land and I want to build some tiny homes on it. Okay, cool. That's something that's going to be a lifestyle change that right. can enhance a community, right? Do I start and break it down that way? Mm-hmm. Or you can just say, okay, well, first thing I'm going to do, let me just start envisioning it. What is it? Yeah. What, what is it? Who do I what have to become yep. to be able to even do? Because a lot of times we don't even focus on where our habits are now yeah. to what it is. Just like I think last night we were talking about you know if we knew then what we knew now yeah and a lot of times is i know for me i did not have that mindset i had the idea of wanting to invest in real estate and wanting to yeah and wanting to be a real estate investor and buy property and have Mm -hmm. passive income coming in but i definitely did not have the habits of that right okay because that's something that i wanted but i was outside taking shots and and going out with my friends and Mm -hmm. doing this and eating out every day those are not the habits of somebody who's looking to buy property true so are your habits even in alignment with what it is that you want that's what they say uh ma'am my habits are not in alignment with what I want. And, and that's you, the first step. You were that's okay. the, I was working on it, and you uh-uh, done brought uh-uh. me that bunt cake. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. you got me Wait, spiraling. I got you, I got you right now. Hold on. When you point that finger, I'm just, messing with with her. just point it right in the mirror, because you are talking to only you. I'm just messing okay. with her. Kirby could bring a, a bunt cake. She could bring whatever. Oh, Lord. The we, power of choice. I made a commitment. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to be better. We're not going to go out. And she goes, oh, you know where I'm at. I'm like, where are you at? She's like, oh, I'm at this place. I'm, I'm like I've never heard of this place. She was, I was like, you know what? Just just bring me a carrot cake. Let me try it. And it was the power downhill from there. The power <laughs> of just, choice. And the, the beauty of it you. is that I every day we just mm-hmm. try. This some days, and it's like even like with me, right? Like you know, a lot of times people will put labels. Oh, you eat meat. You don't eat mm-hmm. meat. You this. You that. Look, what my body wants is what my body gets mm-hmm. for the most part. 
I've adapted now where I don't even eat certain things. Like, I don't eat McDonald's, none mm-hmm. of that stuff. I don't eat anything that has any of them dyes mm-hmm. or any of that nature. No bio-engineered, nothing product. Mm-hmm. But I know that's me. And I know I can be a little bit of a, a food critic when it comes to that. Right. At least what I put in my house. I can't control what I eat when I eat out because I'm not buying the produce. But for the most part, anything that comes into this house does not have that, right? Mm-hmm. But... You, we make adjustments. So earlier we had Chick-fil-A, right? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I could have got a chicken sandwich, but no, I told myself I'm not eating meat right now. So I got a salad with no meat. Right. You work around it. Now, you may catch me on a day where I want that spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. right? And I get it same way. It's bound. As long as you're 80% how I feel like, if you're living a lifestyle that's 80% conducive to you, you there's wiggle room for everything. Yeah. Because nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to live a stiff life like true and there's nothing wrong with people who like living a stiff life because we're all different right last night in that conversation we were having with somebody says i need to loosen up a little bit and live a little bit comes into play i need to be adventurous (laughs) i would would say that's the word i was looking for when i say loosen up you you mentioned it earlier um when we were talking you're like you don't make decisions for yourself it's, it's more so decisions for everyone else. That's that's all I was saying, you know. No, and that goes back also back. You, I'm quiet because I'm thinking here about when Adi was talking about um, doing something that you want to do, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about the conversation we had last night with me loosening up. It may not be I'm uptight and I'm yeah. not. I don't do things. It's just that where you were saying how you are very strict and rigid, and mm-hmm. one thing that. Um, my husband's always brought out. He's like, if things don't go like the way you mm-hmm. think it's supposed to go mm-hmm. in your head, sometimes I can't go left or go right. It's that one very straight. I have blinders on and I can't see. Yeah, tunnel vision. Tunnel vision. I can't see the broader picture of going left or right. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand what you were saying. Mm, you know what that means. You got to put yourself in some uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to grow from it. Mm-hmm. If it if you get a little bit of resistance, that's exactly that's where you okay. need to be. That's to where you got to run to. Part of it is I have to put my, for me, I know I have to put myself in a situation where I'm not in control. That for me is the it's worst hard. type of situation to be in, in a situation where I'm not in control. Like, um, even with flying, and I think, that's why it's nerve-wracking mm-hmm, for me to for fly sure. because I'm not in control of that situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not flying the plane. If right. something mm-hmm. goes wrong, you have no control. I have no control over mm-hmm. that situation. Of course. And I get anxiety-stricken or nervous. Yeah, so you know what that means. You're going to do the same thing I did. You're going to have to get on a plane every, as often as, as you often possibly as possible. can. And the reason why is because... One of the best things about getting over my fear of flying mm-hmm. and even traveling, it has taught me how to surrender. Because you don't have control it's, over it's everything. Hard. As much as, of course, as much the control as you think you have, you don't. Yeah, that's what I need to do. Start putting myself in situations yeah. where I don't have control mm-hmm. over certain. But that's certain why you situation. have the husband you have. That's why I, I have the husband I have. It's a good I balance. Know I know I'm rigid. I know that. And, and that's why he says that he don't like traveling with me sometimes because I'm I, and I don't like standby because I'm that person. That's the best teacher that will boy. tell you. That is the best teacher. <laughs> that is in the, the best I teacher will be in that airport. Like 
mean mugging like why why we got to sit here why why we can't just buy a ticket my husband has said i've come so far with this whole stint i remember when he first got the job and we first traveled i just couldn't understand it Uh why do i have to wait 15 minutes before to see if we get Mm -hmm. a seat what if we don't make it and what is this 50 million questions and y'all don't got control now one no no not control over nothing (laughs) and that's why i said that you know he is the person who he is and sometimes people see us together and like well how do you deal with him because with situations like that where i am unwilling to give up control that's where he comes in. Correct. Because when we go out, he's like, yo, just have a drink. I'm like, no. I told you I only have one drink. Oh, just try this. I'm like, no, I don't want to try it. He's like, yeah. just try it. And I'm traveling like, you know what? Yours is better. Let me have that. So now when we go out, and it's, 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 it was a learning process. That That's the only reason why I said that to you last night. Because I know I'm not perfect. I'm still working on it. And there's times when we have argument because I just don't want to give up control. Which you probably saw this morning on the live. They <laughs> didn't want to give him really? control. But I know what his purpose is. Right? His purpose is there to push me out the window so I could fly instead of me being like, oh, I don't want to do this. Who's mm-hmm. who's watching? Who's judging? You know, oh, you know, why I got to take my shoes off? Why I can't be like this? Why I got to... And that's why I said... At this moment, I realized that with him doing those things that I need to just be myself and live in this moment. Like, okay, yeah, I, I don't want to do my hair today. Yeah, I just want to put on a hat. Yeah, I just want to be a tomboy today. I just want to put on my sweatpants. I don't have to be cute every time I'm going out. You know, that's that's what he brings. He brings that part to, to ground me. For yeah. sure. That's where I've grown in leaving New York because... I think I, it was more so so where, oh, I'm going to walk out the house and somebody's going to know it's going to see me looking this mm-hmm. way and they're going to have something to say about yep. it. Or, I, and moving to some place where nobody knows, knows me. You, I don't care. It freedom. doesn't care. And then if I meet that person, they're meeting me as I am. Yeah. Yes. Not as of, well, you're usually this way. Mm-hmm. What, what are you doing, doing looking like this? Or what are you doing yep. wearing this? Or what? I didn't have to worry about that. So that's one way I've definitely grown in leaving New York and coming here, not worrying about how I'm dressing or if this is whatever, not appropriate to Mm -hmm. this person or this person doesn't like it. It is now I'm like to get to be authentic. Yeah, Yeah. it's like what you said earlier when you were like, um, you know, you in the country living, you know, is a yin and yang, right? I have been a realtor here. Not to say that I don't dress, I do still dress up, but when it comes to showings, I have no use for heels. You know why I have no use for heels? This is a 4,000 square foot home plus. <laughs> By the time I done run up and down those steps, I am tired. Mm-hmm. And then, not only that, who says the backyard is gonna be paved? Mm-hmm. Where am I going with my heels? Like, yeah. I, I, you better off putting on some sneakers. You better off put, yes, I could be dressed professionally, put some nice sneakers on it and take my butt out the door. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the footwear. I don't need to be Louis down to my socks. Look. You'll be, I'll be just fine, right? So that's why I said, but that's something I had to learn because I was so, so he's the outdoorsy person. I am not. I will tell you this much right now. I hated, oh my God, I hated seeing the red dirt when I first got here. I was like, why am I seeing this damn red dirt? Why is it so muddy when it rains? Like that New York was instilled mm-hmm. in me, boy. Like, mm-hmm. okay, but it's, now I'm okay with embracing it. 
for sure. I think, and this is where I say surrender comes in. Because anything you're looking for, you will always find. And when you just learn to surrender with certain things, it just makes the transition seamless. Mm -hmm. Not with everything. And that's why it's a time and place for everything. It's a time to be rigid. We all have these characteristics and stuff within us. Some are just more dominant than others, Mm -hmm. you know? There's times where I am aggressive when I need to be, right? And then there's times where I can just flow when I need to be, Mm -hmm. too. It's it's learning to have the balance, and the people in your life are able to bring those sides out there for you. It's not, and this is why even like when we were talking about it last night, I said, whenever she's ready, she will. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm looking for structure, and I always use this as an example, when I first started on my journey to um, getting saving money right mm-hmm. two people at work I used to go to one was your husband one was staff and one of my other co-workers and I used to ask them because they saved money how do you save money how do you do this how do you do mm-hmm. that because I did not know how to do those things I get it I spend it right mm-hmm. and it was learning I had a level of financial financial literacy and understanding the concept of certain things I just did not apply it and I did not have discipline mm-hmm. right and so it's taken okay i can take a information from him what he's given me okay now let me apply it oh it works okay mm-hmm. i can learn from this person like we a lot of times we look for people who are similar to us but you learn your most valuable lessons from people who are, are opposite, opposite of you. yeah because i am flow right mm-hmm. i like to flow i am you're the, like you the know, wind yeah right but the structure is what keeps me balanced, mm-hmm. right? The structure of someone else or being able to learn. There's a lot of things that I had to learn. Even the organization thing, right? These mm-hmm. are things that I had to learn because I tend to flow a little bit more. So I ask questions from people who are structured. And so when we look at the different aspects of us as a learning opportunity versus as a hindrance, we're mm-hmm. able to grow so much more. And then you have both. Yeah. And then that's what really makes you unstoppable because you could move just like if you grew up, okay, you grew up in New York City in the 90s, you know, okay, well, I can move a certain type of way in this type of neighborhood, mm-hmm. but then I can move a certain type yeah, of way in this type of neighborhood exactly. too because you've been exposed to both. Mm-hmm. And it's the same concept when it's like when you are able to balance out all sides of you and really become one, mm-hmm. it's a different kind of beast. You are literally unstoppable. Absolutely. So it take, and it takes time. It does. It takes time. And we're adjusting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm enjoying this new adventure that we're on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in, enjoying the moments. Um, and that's why I said to, to Kirby, you know, our husbands are getting mad right now. They're getting jealous of each other because they say we spend more time with each other. But it's the fact that... Don't forget to make time for them now. We do make time for them. Okay. Okay. They just make sure. They just just, being babies. Yeah, they being jealous. That's all. Just make Um, sure. But it's the fact that I'm like, all right, even if I might say something to her, I'm like, oh, I want to try this. But should I? For example, last year, we were both... She was scrolling the internet, and um, I had told her that I wanted to see the balloons. I think we were, like, in Turkey or whatever. For later on, she sent to me an uh, uh, Instagram post about the balloons being in Georgia. I was like, ah, oh, no, I don't want to. She was like, but you said that she was going to be more adventurous. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to do it. Then later on, months later, when the balloon came to town, my husband sent it to me. And I was sitting there at the desk and I was like, maybe I should do this. And I just randomly just bought it and said, I'm going. And I called and I said, I'm going. You want to go? And she was like, fine, I'm going to buy my ticket. And then y'all did it. And we just did it, just randomly. 
granted me somebody else got mad because they felt like they sent it to me and I should have went with them but <laughs> but is the fact that I, I was willing to try something different mm-hmm. and try something new and that's I would really love to continue on that journey of trying some even if it doesn't work just try it at least that's once it. so I could have For the experience sure. to say you know what you did it. I tried it at least, at least that, it. and that's always the motto at least I tried it when I first moved down here I said, well, I could go back home now. At least I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least I said what I said I was going to do. Exactly. I did. And that's the thing. It doesn't have to be major decisions, or at least it doesn't have to start out with major decisions. It could mm-hmm. be something as simple as you normally get spring rolls every time you go to a Thai restaurant. Now mm-hmm. you get a soup. Yeah. You're trying something different. You normally drink a Coke or water now you try a Thai mm-hmm. iced tea like a lot of times when we look at change we have think it has to be something so huge mm-hmm. right like huge lifestyle changes not realizing it starts with your day-to-day mm-hmm. it literally something as simple as that it's something you can be use the same exact pen every time at closing and you say you know what let's go with the blue today instead yeah. of the black something just that simple instead of taking the route that you normally take Mm -hmm. you know what i'm gonna trust my gut let's take a different route route. today yep those simple things create habits in your life where you get comfortable with your intuition you trust in yourself Mm and your gut and now you're able to navigate the world differently absolutely day by day day by day that's it yes ma'am that is it well i want to thank you ladies for sitting with me today and talking about our changes and our growth I really did learn a lot today. I did take a, a couple notes of some things that I need to change. Um, and they're going to be minor changes. And I'm going to learn to be a little bit more hands-off and let um, let somebody else make some of the decisions for a little while. Stop being told so aggressive. I love it. As I was told this morning. I love <laughs> that it. I'm a- Just sitting back. Just sit- I'm going to sit back and be the lady and that I am and be like, it. all right, that's and- it. And next time we talk on a little discussion, I'm gonna do something that I'm not I'm out of control of. It's out of my hands. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jack, I gotta think of something now. Now y'all ladies got me going. I don't know. You're just a free spirit. Yeah, you too are you're such just a, a free, free soul. <laughs> you're like, okay. Okay, I got one then. I'm gonna be a little bit more structured. <laughs> <laughs> And it's nothing wrong. It's that's nothing, nothing wrong. With, it's nothing that's wrong one with thing it. I love about you: how free spirit and yeah. how much of a mm-hmm. free soul you are. It's like when we think when we're like, "Oh, we should do A, B, and C." All right, the first thing that comes to mind is, "Well, let's see if Adi's even in the same." <laughs> yeah, that is true. I'm like, "Oh, let me call." Let's, I wonder if she's here. Did she go away? Yeah. Where, where is she at right now? And I just love that. Where in the world is Waldo? Like, where in the world is Adi? Uh-huh. <laughs> when I grow up, I won't be like you. No. I want uh-huh. them to question: Is she even around? No. That, but that that's the beauty of it is finding balance so while you guys are working on releasing i'm gonna work on just a little more structure and have balance i've come a long way with my structure now this is improvement mm-hmm. trust me because if y'all think i was free now just have conversations with my friends from Uh-oh. my 19 year old self i always say shout out to them because they have They've been through a lot with me. Because when I say no I flow, I was just about to say, when I tell you I, I flow, like life is, is just what it is. And so yeah. it's finding a balance between both. And a lot of times we think that we have to change who we are, but who we are is our superpower. Because mm-hmm. there's times where I'm like, oh, I need to be more structured. I need to do, I think the same, the same thing. And then I realize, 
But then it'll strip me from being me. Yeah. I can add structure into it in certain mm-hmm. aspects of my life, but for my whole life to be structured, it's gonna it, be, it's not gonna be me. like, oh no, Correct. I'm dying. Correct. You know. Let me tell you, you should have seen it. And my friend will tell you, my relative will tell you, when we was the time to sign the at the closing mm-hmm. for the house, and you know they give you the whole spiel, yeah. and they're like, this is for thirty years, and my hands start shaking. She's like, just breathe, it's okay, it's a commitment, yeah, like, but just breathe. Commitment. I can't even just commit breathe. to being Look, in the country next exactly, week. Exactly, <laughs> but that's the beauty of it, and those are the little aspects, like we were talking about along the way, yeah. where the growth comes in, because it takes time. It does. We're all a work in progress, but that's what makes us, because when we move on to another chapter in our life then we are able to inspire others who are on that journey too exactly where you can say well i used to do that and Mm -hmm. now this is where i'm at each one teach one exactly and this is what i hope everybody will learn that we are not perfect no nobody's perfect just be okay with knowing who you are and knowing what your morals and your values are what you're willing to compromise on Mm -hmm. and then grow from there 100 percent, day by day and don't beat yourself up when you make mistakes Sometimes we have to touch the pot a couple times before we mm-hmm. realize that we keep getting burned, right? And that's okay. You're pointing at me because I said that this oh, morning. Really? Yeah, because <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's the truth. Yeah. Sometimes mistakes we, are learning yeah, lessons. Yes. The mistakes are learning lessons. And sometimes I feel like where we are in life with our, where we are about whether how we feel about ourselves mm-hmm. or others, sometimes that could be a reflection of that. So don't beat yourself up for things that you have done. You honor it, you acknowledge it, and mm-hmm. you move forward from it. Because we all human, and we all make mistakes. We yep. all make poor decisions. Yes. It is what it is. And that's where true, true growth comes in. True growth. And look, accountability and yes. self-awareness. And self-awareness. Like, you know what? Yep. I was wilding when I did that. I played myself. Mm-hmm. Let me do better. That was a poor decision. I should have known better. Exactly. Let me do better. Yes, ma'am. That's it. So... All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you to Miss Jillian Adi. Thank you to my friend over here, Miss Kirby. And thank you to all you guys out there who are listening. And to my executive producer in the background who got outside today and came out knowing that I wasn't feeling 100% okay, but still pushed me anyway. Thank you for that. Um, and to all you guys out there listening, thank you for listening to another episode of Apples Growing the South. Please leave your likes, comments, and thoughts, and we will be happy to respond to anything or any questions that you guys may have. Talk to you soon.